Good morning. Welcome to the first convocation of May term. My name is Becky Horston. One of the hats that I wear here is convocation coordinator. We have a long-standing tradition of having a convocation devoted to senior statements near the end of each school year. A few years ago, campus ministries decided to do something similar with chapels. So if you were in chapel last Friday, you heard three seniors talk about their faith journeys during college. The senior statement assignment is a little bit different. We ask students to tell us stories about how they got to Goshen College, what important things happened to them while they were here, how they changed, um, what they might be doing next. They can choose any of those to expand upon. Four seniors have agreed to give senior statements today. I will introduce each one right before he or she speaks. First one is Naomi Kramer. Now, if you're a record reader, you know that Naomi grew up Amish in a little town in Missouri. Here at Goshen College, she's majoring in nursing. When she came to Goshen College, she had enough transfer credits that she didn't need a colloquium class. She just eased right on into college. She works part-time at the Essen House restaurant in, in Middlebury. And because she's from Missouri, from a little town that's so small it doesn't even have a stoplight, she gets teased a lot for having a southern Pennsylvania Dutch accent. Naomi has a fascinating story. Please welcome her. Hello. That is true, I do get teased a lot about my accent. When I speak um, in Pennsylvania Dutch, my first language, it's a dialect of German. People here say I don't roll my R's like they do. And when I speak English, they say I have a Southern accent. At the Essen House, there's a code, kind of for like, let's tease Naomi for her accent. And that's when someone says, Pepsi. They say um, that I've, they've heard me um, tell my customers that we have Pepsi products, so. First, I will give you a little bit of history about myself. I attended a one-room schoolhouse in a small Amish community in Missouri. These one-room schoolhouses typically have 20 to 30 students and two teachers. The room is split with one long curtain that is pulled to divide the students and the two teachers. This is where I first began to expand my English vocabulary, where basic subjects are taught. Amish children attend school until the eighth grade, and then they are discouraged to pursue further education. After graduating from school, a typical Amish girl begins to learn more about household duties, such as gardening, cooking, sewing, and other tasks that will prepare her to be a housewife and a mother in the future. And God forbid if one doesn't learn these household chores, she is promised to make the worst housewife ever, which is totally unacceptable. I often joke and say that is why I left the culture, because I couldn't iron clothes. Every time my iron and a piece of clothing came in contact, the results were a nice little hole in the good Sunday clothes. This distressed my mother greatly. Really, I was a disaster at iron, and my mother didn't allow me to do it anymore. And I'll joke and say that's why I have a dryer, because you don't really have to iron your clothes as much. College was a huge transition for me. I encountered many transitions when I first left the culture, such as driving a car and dressing in street clothes. However, college was the biggest and scariest transition of all. I first started attending college in Bradyton, Florida, 
which was a large community college. My first classes were psychology, sociology, and chemistry, all of which were entirely new concepts for me. When my instructor asked me to print off a syllabus, I thought, what? What in the world is a syllabus? I had little experience with computers, and my first assignment in one of my classrooms was to email my teacher. I went to the campus computer lab, and yes, I asked someone to help me send an email. I went, the girl who I asked for help stared at me in disbelief, for I understand this was a rather messed up picture. Who from her generation doesn't understand technology? At that moment, I felt out of place, place in both cultures. I was the Amish girl who couldn't iron clothes and was attempting college, which were both kind of unacceptable. Maybe college life was not for me either, since technology and a syllabus were not something I understood. I left my first day of college with a heavy heart and decided I would probably never go back. However, after crying and praying, I found a peace during the night, and I did go back the next day. When I first went back to Jamesport, Missouri, after being a college student, I realized how I was changing, and also that I had changed my relationship with my small, tight-knit community. My friends were getting married and having children and using their household skills they had learned. I began questioning God. Had I strayed off the path he had planned for me, or was I really being called to be a nurse? Why had I left the community and my culture and the people I loved the most in my life? I felt lonely and I missed the peaceful Amish lifestyle. Sorry. This was a point in my life where I was forced to trust God with all my heart. I had to trust that God was leading me. I also yearned to somehow be part of my culture while pursuing my dream of being a nurse. I left Missouri with the decision that I would transfer to a college within an Amish community. I googled colleges close to Napanee, Indiana, and found Goshen College. By that time, I learned how to Google. That was good. <laughs> Goshen College was very appealing to me. I loved that it was in the heart of an Amish community. I was excited to learn that it's a Mennonite college where education is integrated with faith. I felt like maybe I would actually feel like I belonged there. I finished another semester in, at the community college in Florida and then transferred to Goshen College in September of 2008. I immediately felt at home at Goshen College. I loved that there was such a big diversity of cultures and that many of these students had similar stories to mine. I was no longer the only student in my class who was bilingual and struggled with writing papers. There were many other students in my class who, came, who brought a different, very different worldview, and it was okay. Vicki Kirkton, my advisor Gail Waybright, Nina Mishler, and Suzanne East were all people who I first encountered, and they were all very helpful and amazing. Things began to change after I became a student at Goshen College. My relationship with Christ grew as I found a peace in knowing that it did not matter what culture I belonged to. I am a child of God, and I belong to God. Nothing else mattered. My family became interested in my education at Goshen. They began rooting for me, and they all came to my graduation. This was a very happy day, and I felt such a joy knowing that even though it was a hard, tough row at times, God did indeed call me to be a nurse. 
I plan to stay in this area and hopefully get my first nursing job in the near future. I am also currently working on establishing a scholarship fund for Amish people who want to start college, along with my cousin Emma, who's working on her master's in international business in London, and William Troyer, who is also attending college. You can find our web page on Facebook or by Googling Amish Descendant Scholarship Fund. This scholarship will also provide Amish people with any guidance or any help they might need in applying for college. Emma and I want to provide any recipients with a package that provides information such as what a syllabus is used for in college. As you can see, I have really changed since I have come to Goshen College. It has been a great experience, and I will always be grateful to God for leading me here. Thank you. And now another student with a different perspective. Sarah Alvarez is a public relations major from Goshen, Indiana. In her first year, she was in the racial and cultural identity colloquium class taught by Regina Shan Stoltzfus. Sarah was born in Puerto Rico and lived there until age 10. She has some important wisdom to share. <clears throat> Looking back at my four years at Goshen, there are certain memories that will always bring a smile to my face. I'll never forget learning to dance salsa music from my childhood. I'll never forget the nights under the stars in Florida during marine biology May term. I'll never forget the days in California spent presenting at a conference with Edgar and Rebecca. I'll never forget the Pata Amarilla concert in San Ramon, Peru. I'll never forget the semester of editing for the record. The list goes on and on. The one thing a lot of these experiences have in common is that I almost didn't participate in them. Before college, I always tried to stay on the safe side and not go too far out of my comfort zone. I would turn down opportunities to travel because I was too scared to go on a trip without my friends. However, from the start of my experience at Goshen College, I was forced to go out of my comfort zone. Since I had a scholarship from the Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning, I had to go to the multicultural student orientation, which meant I was supposed to move into the dorms early. I desperately did not want to do this. I didn't know anyone participating in it, and my roommate wouldn't move in for a few days, so I'd be sleeping in an empty room. I wasn't ready for this kind of independence yet. Luckily, I had a job, which served as a great legitimate excuse for getting out of the overnight portion of the orientation, and I went to the more bearable daytime activities instead. But despite my worries, I quickly made friends with the orientation and enjoyed meeting all the new people. I had worried for no reason. This experience was the first in many that encouraged me to worry less, to trust that things would work out, and that doing something new, something I wouldn't normally do, was fun. So I started getting braver. Later that semester, I was Facebook chatting one night with a friend about her plans to take the May term bi marine bio class. Now, I'm a tropical girl. Like she said, I was born in Puerto Rico, lived there for half my childhood, and until getting to Goshen, I had never seen more than four inches of snow. So I'd always loved the beach, and I even went through a marine biologist phase when I wanted to grow up and become one. So this trip was a dream come true. When my friend told me about the college's trip, I was reminded of a similar one I had turned down in high school because I was too scared to go without knowing anyone. So this time, with my friend going, I decided to sign up. But once the payments were due, my friend had to drop out, 
and I had to decide whether or not to go without her. I decided to go and soon realized that love that I and soon realized that I loved getting away from the normal school life and living with 20 other people who I might never have met otherwise. I felt energized because I had challenged myself to go and enjoyed the experience. I left Florida with, with a confidence in myself and my independence. I learned that taking chances and participating in the opportunities that come are the best ways to live a full life. Although it is important to have that comfortable place, College has taught me that some of the most valuable growth experiences happen when I forced myself to do things that I really didn't want to do. I've learned that if someone emails you about taking part in a new experience, you should do it. When someone from the Mennonite Church USA asked me to sit in on the church board meetings, I said yes. Why not? See what a board meeting is like and meet new people. In the moments before walking into the meeting, I was so nervous to be in a room full of adults, adult leaders of the church but I put a smile on my face and tried to get to know people, and I ended up enjoying myself. I'll admit that some experiences are easier to agree to than others. When it came to editing the record, I almost didn't apply, but my professor's encouragement and my feeling of responsibility pushed me to take the plunge and ignore my insecurities. And now I'm so thankful that I did it and challenged myself. I learned a lot about leadership, organization, and my own capabilities things I never would have learned if I had stayed in my comfort zone and not taken on the job. The reason why I share these stories is because I hope for all of you that you accept more invitations than you decline. Although you've chosen your routines in your lives because you enjoy them and are comfortable in them, some of the best personal growth happens when you challenge yourself with new experiences. Experience that you might be nervous or intimidated by, things that you're not sure you can do. These experiences are the ones that teach you the most and can show you something you never would have seen otherwise. Thank you, Sarah. Next up is Caleb Batten. Caleb is a music education major from Menden, Michigan. In his first year, he was in the Lit and Writing Colloquium taught by Kyle Schlebach. Caleb says that he likes to cook Tostonis and molasses cookies when he has the time, and he also enjoys paintballing. Let's listen to his story. So I can identify with Naomi coming from that small town, no stoplight, pretty much nothing. Like, you know, that was my childhood as well. Um, but coming to Goshen College, there were always like two questions I inevitably faced throughout my four years. Um, the first usually came when I explained that I'm not Mennonite, and that question was, you're not Mennonite with some disbelieved look. And when I said, when I assured them, no, I was not, that was followed by the inevitable second question, how did you come to Goshen College? So it might be a little bit too late, but I figured I would share how I actually decided to come to Goshen. Um, when I was looking at colleges in high school, I was at church for something one evening and I was kind of talking with other friends who were getting ready for college about where we were considering and my pastor overheard and said, well, you should look at this Goshen College place. It's not far away. It's, small, it's a small campus, which is something I was looking for. And you know, at first I was kind of like, well, I had my mind set on going somewhere else. And, but I gave it a chance and I came down here and 
there were a lot of things that really influenced my decision to come here. One was a lot of the students that I met who took the time to talk with me. Uh, my admissions counselor, Kristen, was very enthusiastic and convinced, and pretty much convinced me that I had to be here. Um, and then there was um, the then professor of music, James Hikes, who, while he explained a lot about the music department, influenced my decision that way, also gave me some information about why my other college choices wouldn't be a good fit for me. Um, I won't actually say what he said because it was a little harsh, but uh, I'll just kind of leave it at that. So since coming here, one of the biggest things that has influenced me was my time on, my time on SST in Nicaragua in the summer of 2011. Um, I had traveled before, usually to visit family either in Germany or to just vacations in Central America, but this was a completely different experience where I kind of underestimated how difficult it would be to kind of live in a culture and try to speak a completely different language, which I knew decently well, but clearly not well enough when I got down there. And you learn this the hard way when you're trying to communicate with your host's father and both of you are quickly escalating frustrations at not be, being able to explain simple things to each other. Um, so while it helped improve my, my awareness of other cultures and definitely my Spanish speaking, um, it also helped me make friends with my small group that I went with. Uh, there was only about 11 of us, and that was a very nice experience. I will always remember spending meals and free afternoons on service talking with Jacob Landesykesy about a range of topics in between his periods of major illnesses that he went through on SST. You can talk with him about that if you want to find out. It was, it was crazy. Um, yeah, but most importantly on SST, I definitely learned a new appreciation for what I have back in the States and for my family and friends. It's pretty hard, it's pretty hard to kind of not gain some appreciation when you might go three or four days without showering because the water's been shut off and you have no way to clean yourself. Um, yeah, that happened frequently and the power outages and just many things that you just can't prepare for. Um, back in college, um, even before and after, I took a job with the Music Center my freshman year to be the choir assistant, which there's another term for that, which I can't really mention in church, but ask any of the choir guys and they'll be happy to tell you about that. Um, that's a kind of job that, while preparing for my future, it's a job that one day I can extremely love and the next day come in and just absolutely hate working. Um, there were, it was definitely very good preparation for my future, but most importantly, it built, me, it built a lot of connections in the music department for me, um, not just with um, other students and colleagues, but also with my professors, and it actually helped open up new performance opportunities, um, especially my freshman year when I was asked if I wanted to join the student-led all-men's vocal ensemble, Concordia, which now I'm realizing that kind of dates myself because very few people probably know what that is anymore. Sorry. Um, it, was a, it was a lot of, I had a lot of interesting experiences through the music department, through my jobs and what they kind of provided for me. And that was very nice to have in my time in college to just be able to kind of go and meet with these guys and just do something that was completely not related to my studies. And I would suggest that to anyone. There's always ways to do something that can kind of take your mind off homework for an hour or two. Homework is important. I'm not saying it isn't, but uh, there's definitely ways to keep yourself sane. So while my time on SST and my music studies were definitely a great experience, 
Um, now looking forward, I actually haven't graduated yet and I won't until December. I'll be student teaching in the fall in Elkhart. And so um, I will still be around uh, in a different setting and trying to move forward with my life. But I will always remember the people who brought me to Goshen College and the people who kind of nurtured me and helped me grow into what I am doing today with my life. So thank you. The last speaker this morning is Shagan Sanathu. She's a business and public relations major from Calcutta, India. And in her first year, she was also in Kyle Schleibach's lit and writing colloquium class. Shagan's grandfather walked from Mongolia through the Himalaya mountains to India in search of a better future. Shagan spent part of her childhood in China where her father was an Indian diplomat. And I'm curious, I'd like to know how many of you have had contact with Shagan in some way while you were at college. Could you raise your hand? I thought so. You have a lot of friends out there, Shagan. <laughs> Come on, Shagan. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Um, so I will use this uh, cue card. Can any, anyone read this at the back? Maybe? Okay, well it says ha 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 laugh. So in case you don't get my humor, I will point this up and then you can laugh with me. All right. So as Becky said, my name's Chagan. Most of you might have known me. And in case you didn't, you probably didn't hang out in the business and communication departments. Um, I'm, this morning, I'm not gonna give you a list of all the things I've done around campus. Um, for that, you should have come to the communication portfolio presentations. <laughs> Today, as my senior statement, I wanted to tell you a um, story of how I made it to Washington, D.C. last summer for my internship. Like many other juniors in Goshen College campus, by last April, I had applied to multiple internships across the uh, nation. A few acceptances, a few rejections later, I still hadn't heard back from my dream organization at my dream location. About the same time last year, I finally heard back from Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, a policy think tank uh, on Capitol Hill in Washington, DC, and I wanted to be there. <laughs> so, a week into May term, I decided, I had to decide whether or not I would take this job, if I had or where I would find housing in Washington, D.C., and a way to transport myself and my luggage there. Initially, I didn't want to go. I mean, this is a lot of work. You know, finding housing is hard work. I felt like it was so much easier to just stick around on campus and work at the admissions office and do what I usually do. However, encouraged by my peers, my advisors, my professors, community members, and the admissions office staff, I decided to take this position with no idea where I was gonna live or how to get there. Yes, I'm quite adventurous. <laughs> Worried about what, uh, what I was gonna do, and I started talking to people across campus, across the community, and whether or not they had an input in my dilemma. But 
things have a way of falling into place at Goshen College. In the days thereafter, I packed my bags and left for Washington, D.C. Mandy Yoder at the admissions office was kind enough to drive me out, and Kelly King from the alumni office connected me to Sally Huntsberger, who then connected me to another person who then found me housing. Mennonite connection. <laughs> Needless to say, I followed this opportunity knowing that there were people at Goshen College supporting me, even though I had little else to count on. Mandy Yoder, Mandy Yoder in the goodness of her heart, drove me out. All, uh, drove me out. Her relationship with me was merely a co-worker in the admissions office. However, like many people at Goshen College, she went above and beyond to help me. Kelly King made numerous phone calls to all her brothers, aunts, sisters, cousins, cousins twice removed, and found me a Mennonite connection in Washington, D.C. Michelle Hornings has spent hours over the years trying to figure out tax details for all international students, including helping me because I was filing taxes for three different states, Washington, D.C., Virginia, and Indiana. Long story. So I stand here, and I can give you a list of lots and lots of people around campus and the community that have helped me. However, the reason I'm sharing with you this story is because I want to remind you, or I want to emphasize three things that I want you to take away from this chapel today, uh, from this convo today. First, that there are lots of opportunities out there, and don't be afraid to find them. I mean, it takes a little bit of hard work, but don't be afraid of hard work, because hard work pays off. And that there is a great support system at Goshen College, and I can't emphasize enough how my survival at Goshen College uh, would have been impossible without that. Great, I'm done. Thank you for being such a great audience. You're dismissed.